And welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl and trying to imitate my fabulous hello is none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. What's good, people? It's Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. So let's get right into it. If you've been listening here consistently, then you know that we have really embraced the initial concept for the Bible Study Girl podcast. And that is that we recap the blogs that I've written and we just have the opportunity to talk about them in more detail. Today's podcast topic is, is that a word? And you can find, is that a word on BibleStudyGirl.com? There's a ton of content on BibleStudyGirl.com. So the easiest way for you to get to this blog is to type the magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner um, and type in, is that a word, question mark, and it will take you directly to this blog so you don't have to spend an incredible amount of time searching around um because like i said there if you now don't get me wrong feel free to browse around on biblestudygirl.com but i'm just trying to get you to the point where you can know what we're talking about in today's episode also if you're following along with us we are currently in september and it's september 24th of 2019 of where we are um from this blog post because like i said this is also a uh, time capsule that we're recapping currently in the year 2022 of our lord and savior jesus christ and amen i was gonna say that too i think i keep talking about it on a podcast but i think it is so the original intent of the podcast was to talk about the blogs in detail but i think having this big gap in space between the time the blog was actually written to go back and talk about it gives better perspective um and honestly going back and reading these things really have been speaking into my life and where i am right now today my current life situation so for that i am grateful and i'm thankful okay so what was the blog is that a word all about um well I, I'm I have, sure I have a I have a uh, analogy for it. I, I, okay, go ahead. <laughs> this blog was about the grass is not greener on the other side if you've never looked at your own grass. I think that is a that is a comparable I think it's all for me too, honestly I will say it's always interesting for me to see how you interpret it as a reader versus me as the writer, even though I do get to reread it. So that might be something we we stick with. You tell me what your interpretation is, and I'll tell you what my intent was, what the heart was, or what it meant for me. So that's an interesting interpretation because that's not where I was going. And actually, Bible study mama's calling me right now. Okay, we're going to have a short <laughs> tangent and an aside. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to pick up and talk to her. But I am very intentional about not letting her know what day we're recording our (laughs) podcast because I want to have the liberty to call her and prank her. So that's why I'm not answering the phone. She'll be like, that's why you rejected my call that day. Yes, honey. That is why I just talked to her before I started recording specifically for this reason. (laughs) 
Okay, so back to what I was saying. I think it's great. Yeah, I think that's what we'll do going forward. I'll let you tell me what it was about, and then I can talk about what what you feel is really about. Uh, okay, so let me finish then because I, I ain't gonna just leave it on the analogy. So okay, what I got from it is there are so we can so often look at what we want God to bless us with at this moment that we can get real disrespectful about what he does bless us with. Um, You know, like, so if you're praying for, say you're praying for a husband and the first thing God does is say, you know, you got to go work this job in Antarctica by yourself for the next two years. Like it, it's this great opportunity, you know. What you know, like I'm, I'm. It, it's the best opportunity. Like it's you ain't got to suffer. Like where, the place you're staying is the most well insulated, warm place in America. But because it's not, you know, a, a a singles retreat that allows you to meet your husband, you like mm, nah. This ain't this can't be what God wants for me because it's not what you then want for yourself. Is is what I got from you know the blog post is like obedience ain't always the thing you want first so that that that's that was my my total take on the on the blog post and i will tell you this too my pastor this goes into my mind train y'all i'm tired let me <laughs> <laughs> let me put that out there i am exhausted but um it makes it hearing you say that. And also just thinking about like when I initially started writing the blog, biblestudygirl.com, I did not make a big announcement. I didn't go to church and hand out flyers. I didn't say to people, Hey guys, I really would like for you to go to my blog and read it. Cause I think it's awesome. I was obedient in the fact that I wrote the blog. I made a post on Facebook, but it was not Every day when I would write the blog, I would just post it on Facebook, but I wasn't going around soliciting people to read it. Literally my one post every day (laughs) was it. And if you don't know by now, I do like to operate in the shadows. It is a place of safety and comfort for me. And so my pastor, as we started going on the blog and I'm like, Lord, you want me to write a blog every day? I started to freak out and be like, okay, so what am I going to talk about every day? Because every day writing is a lot and that's a big commitment. And I was like, well, what do you, what is something you do weekly anyway, that'll give you content, you know, that you don't have to sit and rock and wait on the Lord. Duh, girl, you go to church every Sunday. So why don't you while you're writing, while you're paying attention to the sermon, why don't you try to encapsulate what the whole sermon was about? What you got out of the sermon. That don't mean it's what everybody got out of the sermon. I'm just picking the hot points and I'm going to write about that every Sunday. Again, I'm not making a public announcement. I'm not walking around church saying, hey guys, I really want you to read my blog because it's hot. I'm just being obedient to God and doing what God asked me to do. So somebody at the church read the blog. It must've been Facebook friends with somebody. Somebody told somebody 
anyway, it got to the pastor. The you know, you got a member that's writing a blog and recapping your sermon every Sunday. And he said to me, you know, it's always interesting. He's like, I know what I feel, you know, when I'm writing a sermon and what the intent is. So it's always interesting, a different to get what the member is getting from what I'm putting out. So you saying that made me think that, and I went all the way around the world to tell that story, but I like That's to a give good story. No, because I, I like love give, that. I love that story. <laughs> I like to give backstory and content and that's, part of my problem and i will say that's also a problem i had with biblestudygirl.com sitting down writing blogs i can be long-winded and i want i didn't want the blog to be something that was and now you can spend 15 minutes in the morning i wanted it to be something you could take grab quickly have impact and go on about your day it's not something to it's not a book which i am writing it's not a book um, it's it's a little Ooh, I pick up and go, you oh, know. You just wait till I get in my pre order now bag, girl. <laughs> listen, um, and so this for me when I was writing this particular blog. Are you gonna get off the story? Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick before you get off. Yeah, the story, I'm off the story. I'm back wait, to on wait, what wait. the uh, what I what my intent was when I was wait. writing it. So okay, go ahead. so hold the whole thought. <laughs> so to finish the the thought on this story, the thing about my sister that she doesn't want to realize, but that I told her in uh, the episode before this will be her birthday episode, and you'll hear me tell it to her about accepting and walking in the actual confidence of what God gave to her to do. Boy, I was like the happiest person when she told me that. And I was like, oh, it's, it's this is exactly what I was talking about. Because this is going to be that spark that starts shooting things through the roof. Because all you need is one. All you need is one person to share it and and, and pass it on to somebody. And not only like did your pastor notice, he liked it. It wasn't that you know, you were blaspheming and, and saying all of these different things, but um, even what you're asking me to do now, like I said, is just this this snowball effect of what got asked of you. Because what he found interesting is what you find interesting, and that's the whole purpose. That's how testimonies grow, because you engage with the person who's receiving. And then the right. person who's receiving carries that somewhere else. And because we stay in, in in engagement, you don't let the language of what the intent was get lost. But you also don't control the message so in, in such a way that you're not allowing God to give somebody what they specifically need. From need. And that is something that has been very powerful me for powerful for me. I write it, I leave, I put it out there, I leave it on the table. God is going to do whatever he wants to do with it. But it's so interesting to me when people say things to me, you know, this impacted me this way, you know, I felt this way, you know, it might not have been what I was thinking or going through when I wrote it, but it's always good to hear other people say how something helped them. And I find that beneficial. Um, 
it's also interesting now that we've gotten on this topic when we talk about how things have helped people. You know, Uncle Chauncey was one of my biggest behind the scenes encouragers. Oh, Lord, I hope I don't get to cry. <laughs> um, he was one of my biggest behind the scenes encouragers. Right. And Take it would just be time. so random. Take he would he would send me a text message and be like, you know, what you do matters, you know. Oh, Lord. Just take a breath. Take your time, baby. Take your time. <laughs> you know, just don't get tired. Just keep doing it. And, you know, we do this podcast every week. And I'm not a check the numbers girl. I don't know how many folks listen. <laughs> that's, that's not my bag. And honestly, when we record, I just assume it's gonna be mama and grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep it moving. Um, but it touched my heart this weekend because my friend sent me a text message and was like, you know. I'm listening to your podcast right now and it's always a blessing to me. And I'm like, are you listening? <laughs> it was so sweet to me. And it's just... Who's listening? Huh? Who's listening? You ain't got to say like na- actual names, but who's listening? I'll tell you when okay, we get out right, there. You right, know. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, since it's just grandma and mama. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> no, but it just... It's the small things. It's the little things. I think it just touched a nerve because. Take your time, baby. Take your time. You know, my heart is just so tender right now. Yeah. Um, it just touched a nerve because everybody needs encouragement. Mm-hmm. A little push for a little push, push. But it also made me think this blog today is perfect because I'm going to tell you what my intent was when I wrote the blog or what I was feeling at the time. And then I can tell you how I feel now about the blog. That That's how we'll do. That, that'll be our new setup. Well, you'll, I'll give you a meaning. You tell me what your intent was for the original and you tell me where you are now. And then we just mm-hmm. discuss after. That'll be our mm-hmm. new little format. You like how we having a business meeting out here? Oh, I, love it. I mean, what's what? what at, here's it's confirmation because I was gonna do it anyway. I was just trying to figure out through our conversations like what would lead to the best structure of having right. like a structure for us. Um, and you just did it, and you know, it was like one of those things where that was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, listen, my original intent when I sat down and wrote it, I'm. I'm talking a lot about the start of the blog because the start of the blog was so hard for me. That was such a hard yes for me because like I said, I like to be behind the scenes. I, if given the choice, I would be my turtle in my shell. I would read books all day um, and eat food and not really interact with a lot of people. Would you ascend um, and be a bookworm? I would be a, <laughs> I would be a total bookworm um, because a lot of times talking to people and really exposing myself and who I am, it makes me very uncomfortable. You know, we talked about being uncomfortable before we started recording, but 
And that's how I know this is where God wants me to be because it's not something that comes to me um, in an easy way. It's not something that's super, super, um, I don't know. It's just, it's not something that I would naturally choose. So I speak a lot about how difficult starting the blog in general was for me. This is that a word blog is enmeshed in the story of how BibleStudyGirl.com got started. I went to a women's conference at my church. My cousin wouldn't go with me to make put a foot down. She was like, I ain't going up. (laughs) (laughs) But that didn't stop me from going because I knew there was something. I didn't know what, but God was really pushing me go to the women's conference, you know, and people, quite frequently will see me and Tamika together, but this is something I was, I will do things. If the Lord tell me to do it, I'll do it. You know, if I'm in obedience mode, I'm in obedience mode. So I went to the conference and I got a word and actually the tagline, um, for Bible study girl comes from the conference. You should read the blog. Um, but the tagline for Bible study girl comes from the conference and the tagline, excuse me, for Bible study girl is that I have something special to offer the world. And I believe it to be true. I know it to be true. It has shown to be true in my life. You really have to read the blog to get the inside story. So for me writing it at that point, it was uh, a way for me to affirm myself and a way for me really just to show that, okay, God, I heard you. Um, and although I wanted all the word that the other women were getting at the conference, you know, this is the word that you have for me that I personally have something special to offer the world and I need to walk in it. Okay. So that was the intent. I can tell you reading the blog did something completely different for me today than it did then back then it was affirming. Okay. Yes. You have something special to offer the world, but I would say now my take on it really is more in line with Bible study brothers take, you know, we, especially when you grow up in church, you know, a lot of times people want to prophesy over you. And I do have a tendency, um, to look around and to see other people's blessings. And I want those blessings to be my own. Um, And that's not necessarily what God has called me for in that particular season. Like, this is what I'm walking you through. You know, this is what I have for you. And so I would say um, what I'm getting from reading the blog now is that I have to be content with what the word that God gave me and I have to work on what he told me to work on and not focus on what everybody else is doing. I have to look like, yes, the Lord has given you a word, Sarita. And the word is, I want you to work. I want you to do this in this season. Don't worry about all the other stuff. So it's completely different than where I started with the writing of this blog, but it hits me in a completely different way 
today when I read it, like I have a specific assignment for you and I need you mm-hmm. to walk in that quit looking at what other people have, how other people are doing. It really makes me think about last week's episode when Kanae was asking me, you know, where do you, is your idea of what you should have by this age or where you should be? Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think last week I said, it's really, I really don't like, okay, I'm a, I'm going to have to be specific. Like when people are like, you should be this by this age and that by that age, that's not what I based my, my mindset on where I should be on. I had specific goals that I set for myself in life. For me personally, I wanted to be married by the time I was 25 and I want him. Huh? We shared that. Really? Oh yeah, because I knew Mama wasn't gonna let me like immediately get married uh, to Kanayata like when we went to college if we had still been able to be together. But I was like, so we'll probably try and get married like, or it was it was somewhere around there. It was like twenty, might have been twenty five. I'm pretty sure it was twenty five. But it was like we was gonna get out of school. I think I had factored in masters or like you know two years of trying to. Like, you know, going straight through. Right. Which is to give you time to just get established. Yeah. So I wanted to be married by I was twenty by the time I was twenty-five because part of that was the twenty-five goals because I knew after I graduated from college I was gonna have to go to grad school. And so that's I'm twenty-four by the time I finished grad school, that would give me a year to plan a wedding. Okay, boom. Be married by the time you're 25. And also, I was in a relationship. I wasn't just making like a <laughs> vision board, <laughs> vision board, uh, marriage goal. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I can wait till then. But it was a trash relationship. We've talked about it in the past. You guys, so I'm not going to rehash it. But so. oh, oh, that, that was one more thing that I wanted to commend you on. That's something that I don't know. You probably, you, you've looked at it before. But you were writing these blogs at your most scarred at that time. Oh, yes. I like, was deeply hurt. So to think of the testimonies and, and sermons you wrote, in, like you were preaching to yourself and to the future you at the same time or God was. I was. And I, and I thank God that I was yeah. obedient in that, like. Great points, brother. Like, that's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I so I, yeah. married by twenty five was my mm. first goal, and then I didn't want to have kids till I was thirty. I wanted really? to wait. Yes, my goal was to have um, a kid when I was thirty because I wanted us to have time to just be married yeah, and have fun. Like I knew, I, I knew immediately once you. I was like. Oh no, we're the same. So yeah, of course. <laughs> I wanted to have time to be married and have fun. I think having a teen mother and like looking at her life at my age, I'm like, oh, she didn't get to just like have fun. When she got married, she already had me. And then she had you like nine months later. They didn't have that time. And I felt like once you get married, we're five years apart. Y'all, y'all might hear that in a weird way. Yeah, we are five years apart. So I was four I was four when she got married to your dad and I mean ready-made family and I feel like you know part of my thinking was 
man, they had a lot of cracks in their relationship because they really didn't have time to just be together. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it, you know, at the time that I was making these goals for myself. So how awesome would it be if I get time to just be with my husband? So those were the kinds of goals I set for myself. And it wasn't based on what, uh, you know, society says, because society, especially if you love the Lord and you say, they be getting married early. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, marriage, especially back then, that was almost 20 years ago. That's mm-hmm. how old I am. Anyway, people were getting married young, so... I, that wasn't necessarily something I just had to have. Not that I think that 25 is old, but I think it's older for a Christian. Yeah, you think it's it's set enough. Now, I think I realized the only part that I think I disagreed is that I did want young because even now to talk about how old mom is or anybody is weird because they right. don't seem like that. Like... <laughs> I really be having to sit here and think and I'm like, I got to go back to when I just was in the moment. Like y'all just young y'all are because if we started talking about age, then things like the hardest thing. And when we talked about this in the grief episode, we talked about this in, in, in so many different episodes, but I'm going to reiterate this. The hardest part about everything that we lost uh, last year is getting back into the moment. Mm-hmm. And like, not trying to romanticize things that are, that can no longer be right. Um, I remember talking with uh, Kane about like how much I stumbled um, in having like all the church mothers and stuff that that passed before I even got married. That like it hurt because I wanted to show some form of accomplishment, right? Not that the accomplishment of me just being alive was enough for them. Me not being, you know, in the streets or or doing all this other stuff was probably enough for them. And seeing me, you know, graduate or seeing me become an actual young man was probably enough for them. But the comparison, as as we talk about the blog post and ties to the blog post, you start thinking about these things. um, And it's just different. It's hard because... There are so many people that did get to see me get married. You know, in in the middle of our beef, you were still there. You yeah, know, I was there, and <laughs> you you could have not been. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I could have not been. I didn't want to go because you because you to. on that level of <laughs> you know of of, of, of stuff. I'm a grudge holder, baby. <laughs> but um, you know, you know that's something that ain't gonna. You know, it's. It, it, is is a moment that I will always have. Even if I'm thinking about it a certain way, I will always be grateful and thankful to you for that. Because I could look at it like, well, it could have been better. We could have been in this situation. We could have been in that situation. And I'm getting further away from that because you were there. You right. know, like, I know how sad I was. I don't know it wasn't there to, to, to reiterate these sad conversations, but I also understood. Like I, I couldn't, you know, I wasn't like salty with him because I knew how, you know, how hard he works and everything else. And, you know, Uncle Blue being able to meet Kane was another thing that was that I'll always be grateful for. Um but if I don't if it, I have to make sure that I stop trying to do a comparison kind of thing. Right. And, and so and otherwise I won't be able to enjoy it. 
so really this blog for me, take what God told you to do, do it, quit looking at, at even my own preconceived goals or where I wanted to be. Like after 30, of course, I definitely had other goals that I've set for myself, places I want to be, things that I want to have accomplished by a certain age. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely, it has, while I would enjoy being married, I believe, and that is something that I desire as far as like putting it on a timeline or a timetable, that's something I have not done. Mm-hmm. But there are, like I was telling Kane last week, there are other goals that I feel like, well, by this age, I want to have this accomplished. So it's not something I'm getting from popular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, some people feel like, you know, you have to have a house by a certain age and a this by, I, that wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing was I want the house that I want. <laughs> And I'll have an age on it, but this is the one I want. <laughs> and I say this before because the hardest thing for me was to stop comparing myself to you in a way. Really? Of Bruh, it's hard because, like, you know how easy I thought it would be if I just focused to get to the number to the high. Like, I want, I told you I wanted to give the speech at my, at my uh, high school. Didn't have a work ethic to do it at the time. At your high school graduation? Yeah, because I was like, oh, no, big sis, I'm going to do it. Well, no, we had auditions at my school for um, to give speeches. Like, you still, had to write your speech. I, I didn't even care. It was the number. The number <laughs> placing that you were in was still one of them. Like, I don't care how big the class was, none of that. I was like. And I was also going to say that your class is way bigger oh, than mine. You, Yours is probably like massive, three times bigger than massive. mine. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was gonna do it, you know. But that. if we here, I'm gonna say this too. Like, if you're gonna compare, you need to compare apples to apples, not apples to oranges. Like our class sizes were different. Like our whole the makeup of our schools is all, different. No, no. All I knew is that it was gonna make the feat even greater because competition with you is the only competition that feels good. Like, even can I also I, say that you make everything on competition, fine. even when but you it's do not? Too. <laughs> but you do too. It's fine. I got it from somewhere. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, because you make things fun. So you're the only like person I can be like, mm-mm. It, like, there were only like two things I knew this ain't happening. Like I told you, your rapping career, I, I knew I was safe. I knew. No I, matter you don't what, know that, though. I, know I have that. not ever. Oh, I know okay. That. I know that. So okay. I know that. I'm gonna let you be. Okay. Listen, I um. will. The next time <laughs> you come up here, I will give you time. I will send you the beat. I will allow. I will do everything to make you an artist and let you record your song, fam. Okay. If that's what you want to do, but let me finish. I, also, but also, let me say, I'm gonna let you finish your point, but also <laughs> don't be crying when I win. I think it's just natural. <laughs> I have I have embedded a competition spirit into you because oh, yes. even going to the grocery store is a competition for us. Oh, I'm like, what do you think the, the total is gonna be with tax? The best competition <laughs> in the world is going to the store with my mother and sister, and we guess. And I have to like the thing that I know. Is my sister is a is a whiz at knowing things. Now, whatever number she gives first, I don't listen to nothing my mama say because my mama gonna give a number and it's just gonna be what it's gonna be. 
I'm not saying she gon' she can't be right, but I'm just I don't use it as a barometer for nothing. Whatever number my sister gives, I'm like, okay, the actual number is somewhere very close, or we did not account for something. And either way, <laughs> if she goes first, I can get close if I don't if I, if I go first. But normally, whoever my goes first between us. Oh, 100%. in the ballpark. But whoever, and I whichever wants us goes to first. Not go first. Yeah, I have learned say. to not go first. I'm like, nope, because both of y'all try to <laughs> get y'all numbers off of me. Nope. <laughs> but if I go first, you normally end up getting it pretty much. Or I like have to like go real hard and get the actual number. And I'd be $10 <laughs> off. I'd be mad. But that's the fun it's thing. Not, I do want to make this clear. It's not a game we play every time. It's not like I sit there and I'm like, okay, we're going in the store. Let me keep a running tab. It's oh, just no. a fun little impromptu, like, yeah. let's do it's it. Time to do but we have games about everything. <laughs> we so, do. Even when I went to visit you in oh. <laughs> coma. Oh, man. The gas you game. know, girl. Anyway. I have also, another game that I'm tell- starting at the, at the start of next month, by the way. Because you have started it with me. You don't even know that you started it with me. So I- <laughs> okay, last tangent. I'm going to tell you. I started to send you and mama a text Sunday because uh-huh. I went to go get gas. Yeah. I have that thing on my gas. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to send y'all a picture and be like, it's on everybody's car. It's an inside joke. Anyway, oh, go my ahead. God. See, I told you. <laughs> and you wanted to, you tried to shame me, man. I did. Thanks I to my to mama who, showed, who, okay. who helped me solve the, the puzzle. Because, <laughs> you know, okay. We'll talk about it on the when we stump the the doodle, we'll bring this up so y'all we'll bring that story up. We'll talk about it then. So, back Uh, to your point about comparison and competition. So, the whole thing is like everything I thought you do was like the funnest thing in the world for the most part. You were in school plays. Oh my god, this is amazing! You know, you did them over. I was like, Where's the guy version of this? Because I would like to, there were guys there. Listen, I said very plainly I would do this. And that's something that I know I would have done. I don't know why mama didn't let you do it. I mean, because there were kids of all ages. There were guys no, there. I I, that, and I said, because she wanted me to have Oh, those. you know why? Because it was teens in action. You weren't a teenager. Oh, and then by the time I was, she had tried to do all these other camps that were terrible that I got bullied at or something. So, didn't like those. I loved Emo, but we had such a great time. Good summers. Um, but so like when I saw you do that, governor school was another big thing that I was like, oh, yeah, it's a wrap. And I, I'm only applying in one thing. The dumbest thing that I could have ever done. I did not know that you should apply to other things, because, again, my confidence was such that I come from that. My genetics is such that it's just going to be. She made it look like, so easy. Just let me get Can I tell back. you, I feel like it says on the application, like you should apply in more than one area. Oh, I'm pretty sure it does. And I think into, even my I think even my drama teacher told me. Right. Like, don't just do apply in one area if you really want to go. Like apply like, yeah. all of them. Uh, you know. Speaking of with this episode, shout out to Jada Baby. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. going to governor school. Have fun. I loved it. It was exciting. So, you know, shout out to the 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 family. The legacy, the, the legacy lives on lives on somewhere. It just went with me. Um, but like, that was another thing, you know, thinking about going to college, like I was, I was going to get my master's, like it wasn't going to be no, really listen, fam, (laughs) I was going to get, because the things that you showed me, the things that you and Tamika showed me, you know, Tamika showed me like, oh, when you got out of college, you can get jobs that do this, you get to do this, you know, and then it was, 
wait, wait, wait. They pay for where you living? You doing what? They let you do who? <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm, you know, like, or, or looking at mama, like the combination of all those things is looking at the the misconception I had with jobs in terms of loyalty, meaning, you know, um, success. And that's not the model because much like you, which I didn't have in me, you know how to ask for things for yourself. You knew, you know, like even in the mistakes or stumbles you make, you knew what to ask for, you know, and the comparison aspect of all of these different things just showed me like at some point when I, and it wasn't until, you know, Kane came back and I got married and all of that stuff that I was like, hey, fam, if you don't make decisions that are just based on what you want to do, you're not going to be happy. And if you also don't make those decisions in a place of not like feeling like you have to make those two happy as well, because if it's in you to do something, it's just in you to do it. If you succeed in it, everybody, you know, on some level will be happy, but if you don't try and then you want to blame somebody for something that you did not do, it's not going to work out. And also, ultimately, if you are not doing what God asked you to do, mm-hmm. not just what makes you happy, I am a living witness that even though podcasting is uncomfortable for me, it has provided me with some true moments of joy. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this consistently, like the fact that I have Tamika's Faith Walk recorded is something that I will forever treasure. But if I hadn't pushed past my uncomfortableness, I would not have that. Um, and so I think at times, you know, I talk about being uncomfortable and God having me do things that are uncomfortable. It always works out for the good. So it's not like he just has me uncomfortable just to have me uncomfortable. He has a greater purpose to it. And so I needed that reminder that I need to be focused on what God wants me to do, listening to his voice and striving for those things instead of looking around me and being like, man, you know, you know, I was praying for that. And that is something that I really wanted if I'm lined up with what he wants me to do, if I seek him first, then everything else comes to me. And even greater things that I didn't even ask for, I didn't even think of or didn't even expect, you they're added to me. My, uh, my memory on the bigger point of, of something that I learned. The other thing that I've learned in life, and I didn't tell you about this, about the off-camera conversation, but the biggest thing is that when God promises you things, because you had a moment where you know in a dream or in a, in a vision that he's promised you with kids and a husband and, and a family, he don't, he don't miss his promises. We get so into ourselves that we think that if he's offering us something to get us there, that that means that the other promise is broke. He right. don't break promises. He don't lie. That's not the God that we serve. And so, so often in these comparison things where you're looking at somebody else's thing, you think that in a quote unquote, you're exchanging something. Right. And it's not that he can't, he doesn't say no to us because he does. Oh, he clearly says no to me. And I know when he's saying no too. (laughs) But the thing that 
is more important, more important than anything is knowing that, again, if he has ever promised it to you, it is something that will happen. You know, if Ruth or any of those people in the Bible are any indication, his timing is, is different and in, in where it wants to be. Um, Aunt Linda, in and of herself, is an example of it didn't happen. You know, it happened early and then happened again. You know, right. and um, it's the moment of clarity and understanding that, reminding ourselves that, that your grass is green enough and it'll be even greener if you just allow him If you to water it, man. If you just let him you, water and nurture it, that's it. Rhea, you do with the work that you were set out to do. Um, and so the tagline for this podcast you know, like I said, when I wrote it, it spoke to me and it was personal to me. But I want to share it again for everybody that you have something special to offer the world. And as long as you're walking in your gift, you will give the world what they need. And so my prayer and my hope is that you don't get weary and well-doing. There seems to be a trend for me, really. Focusing on obedience, that's my prayer, that you too will be able to be obedient because you do have something special to offer the world. Um, and God is giving you an open invitation. He wants you to share it with people. Um, and I'll say this too, you know, I said earlier that like my nature is to be an introvert. Mm-hmm. Hide in the hidey hole. But that is not what God has called me to do. There has never been a time in my life where I could go somewhere and somebody and people leave me alone. It doesn't happen. People are always drawn to me everywhere we go. I went with Sweet Baby to the museum this weekend, and one of my friends that we went with, she was like, it never fails. No matter where we go, people are drawn to you. They want to talk to you. And I was like, it is true. I took Sweet Baby to the park. People are drawn to me. And I'm not saying in like a they want to, people want to tell me their stories. People tell me stuff that I wouldn't tell a stranger, but people feel compelled to that. And I know that they're drawn to the Christ that's in me. So with that being said, like it may make you uncomfortable, but you do have something to offer the world. And I think it would be beneficial to you and, you know, to people around you to walk in whatever that is he has placed in you. You pops out here because I remember them days where I just be like, dude, do you know everybody (laughs) like Like, this is ridiculous, but it's true. And I think that's a familiar thing with the three of us um, because it's the the last tangent and I'll do my thing. But the funniest thing is whenever, whenever we go to restaurants and I think. I'm going to thank God for how COVID has changed uh, waitress, waiter interactions with people. It's way more simplified than what it used to be, apparently. Um, But every time we would go, whoever was serving us would have some story to tell. Right. It would be a story that would be like, wait, huh? Like, why? Right. Like, uh, we went to work out one time with Tamika and we came to P.F. Chang's and we're sitting here and the guy just felt, I don't like none of us, like it wasn't like none of us was buff 
or anything like that. It, it, I don't. I didn't look like I was eighteen and playing, doing nothing. But he felt compelled to tell us that he had used steroids at some point in his life, and I was just like, "Why? What is this?" <laughs> What, what I don't even remember him saying that. I don't people because people tell uh, me their stories so often. You know, I didn't. Yeah, I haven't track. told you the story about. I haven't told you what the people told me this weekend. But when I tell you, you're gonna be like, yeah. So steroids low on the list of things that people could tell me oh, no. to make me remember to For stick out sure. in my mind. Were you with us with the 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 hysterectomy lady? Mm-mm. You uh, okay? That must be just me and Mama. Boy. Again, I might have been there, but people really do share a lot of things with me. I don't. People share a lot of things with me. Yeah, I think I'm so slightly thankful that the current phase of my life has not pushed me back into having to overly react with people, because that was also I told you what you know all the things that people have told me at my last job, and you was being <laughs> you would be like. How? Like, why did you even think that that's a... So, but yeah. I mean, the greatest part about this is that you don't have to compare blog posts. You get a new one every day. Over and I am going to get back on it. But right now, you if you have not read a blog post of mine, if you get started now, by the time, honey, you run out, I will have been back to once a day. But there are enough to keep you. Listen, I'm going to keep preaching it until it's so. I'm a prophet, I say. Uh, but there are blog posts every day at BibleStudyGirl.com. If you want to hit us up on the show, on the socials, uh, hit us up at on Twitter at BibleStudyGirl, the number two. On in on Instagram at underscore BibleStudyGirl and on Facebook at BibleStudyGirl. If you have anything that you want us to pray about, we're not going to pray about them on the uh, podcast um, if you want to be a guest or anything like that, then hit us up at BibleStudyGirl2019 at gmail.com because 2019 was the year of creation of the Bible Study Girl blog. And that will always be a very special year that we never want to forget. So make sure that you hit us up there. Keep in mind that it's not your waiters that preach. It's not Papa Murphy's that preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.